Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Tanya. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I'm so happy to have you all back. Um, I don't know. I need to give you time to get on, but that's okay. In the meantime, <laughs> I have a special guest with me tonight um, who has been in recovery for a long time. I call him my brother from a past life. Uh, he's the <laughs> awesomest person, um, and he has a beautiful soul. Please welcome uh, my friend, Justin Mantel. Justin. Hey, everybody. How are you? <laughs> oh, man, how are you? I'm good. It's been a while, huh? <laughs> no, listen, it's been two years, right? It's okay, Yeah, we've been, we've been doing a lot. The, the but, beginning of the pandemic, right? Yeah. 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 Actually, a few, a few months before the pandemic started. Wow. So, yeah. see? Look yep. at that. See? Uh, I'm so happy to have you here because I want to talk all things addiction and recovery and God. And um, I think you're the perfect person to do it. <laughs> Only your energy can match mine. <laughs> so, so first, first time, while while I um hit up your page and tell your friends where to go, I need you to tell me. Just give people just a brief um history of your story so they can understand why why we're we're talking. By the way, everybody, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist, and neither is Justin. But here we here's two things. I I was an addiction specialist for over 15 years. Um, I have a case at T. Um, that's my only form of training. So I have no official whatever PhDs, whatever, but I've lived life. I'm the child of an addict. I was born an addict baby. Um, Justin is in recovery, has been in recovery, um, has been done the whole gamut. So we we're really into people healing people. That's it. Period. There's no special magic tricks coming out of a bag. This is it. This is what you're going to get. So uh, if you're into trying to figure out how to stay sober, how to help your friends that are not sober, how to help parents who are not sober, this is probably where you want to be right now. So thank you for tuning in. Justin, you're the best. Go ahead. Share your story with us so, real quick. So before we start, I I, I really feel compelled to uh, maybe, not maybe, definitely have a moment of silence for these innocent people in Ukraine and uh, and what's going on over there. You know, looking at that makes me really grateful for the country that we live in. We have our problems. Things suck. But I mean, we, we have a pretty good, you know, um, we're not, you know, buildings aren't being blown up and it's a very scary thing. And I, I just, my heart goes out to them. And so please, let's just have a moment of silence for them. Let's do that. All right. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am Justin Mantel. I am a recovering alcoholic and drug addict, a grateful one at that. Um, I will uh, qualify, I guess, a little bit. I'm not going to tell you any war stories because uh, most people that probably are going to listen have been there. Uh, jail's institution and almost death for me. Um, and, uh, you know, I um, <laughs> I've been in and out of recovery for a long time. Um, I started my, you know, my, my, my real journey in 2019 is when things started to click and, and I, and I, I started to kind of grasp what was going on and, and, um, that's where it started. Um, I, on Saturday will be six months sober. I had a relapse. Yay. <laughs> oh, not yay, the relapse. No, 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 no. Hey, listen, we take one day at a time. That's it. Absolutely. That's so it. I, uh, I, in 2020, Right before the lockdown started, I had celebrated my uh, my first year of sobriety. Three days later, I, I found my sister dead from a fentanyl overdose in, in our bathroom um, with my fiance and my cousin, Sarah. Um, and uh, there's I'm not going to go into that. But anyways, um, so I uh, I was already starting to kind of push away. And my first year of recovery, you know, yeah, I was desperate and I, I wanted to get sober and, and, and all that stuff. And there was unsureties and fears and, and all that kind of stuff. 
um, I started to like do service work and, and, you know, it was, it was a good thing. It made me feel good, but what I allowed it to do was make my head big and it stopped me from remaining teachable. I thought I friggin' knew everything and uh, I didn't. And the one thing I sure the hell didn't know how to handle was finding my sister dead. By the grace of God, I was able to be the brother to her that I never was. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. You know, it was a, it was a very hard, hard time. Um, six weeks later, my best friend died, fentanyl mm. overdose. Five days later, uh, uh, an awesome, awesome person, tw- he was 24 years old. Um, he, he would have been, he probably would have been the next juice world. If anybody knows who juice world is, Um, he, he, this kid was amazing. And juice world was one of his favorite guys. He produced all his own music. Um, I have, I have some of it. Um, but anyways, uh, then, um, my fiance's father died because of COVID. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Oh Yeah. yeah. Um, my fiance, uh, her alcoholism was going crazy and, um, my alcoholism and, and addictive behavior started to come out because I wasn't going to meetings. Right. I was working and coming home. I would stop doing the work. Right. I'm going to tell anybody Important. that gets sober, if you stop doing the work and mm. you stop staying connected, mm. you will go back out. It may not be right away. It mm. took a, a month for me to go back out, right. but I did. Right. And um, I'm not ashamed of it. It happens or it happened. Um, Now I think I'm better equipped to, um, to handle, you know, to handle things, handle life a a lot better. I have a great sponsor and um, you know, the 12 steps are, are, are very uh, crucial thing for people like me. Yes. Very crucial. Well, that's the thing. Um, I mean, I find that, um, you know, what, what leads you to recovery um, is the same things that you got to remember to stay in recovery. Absolutely. That's how I feel. I feel sometimes we get so caught up in the world, um, you know, people, places and things that we think like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm fine. I can do this. I got this. And then the next thing you know, you're in a whirlwind and you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I, you know, the, the way I I work my, this is how I view, view my, my sobriety and my faith Mm -hmm. or my, my connection to God. So if I want to stay sober, right. Like I have to do these things. I have to be of service. Right. I don't have to, but I, I want I want to be of service because right. that is something that sp- that fills that spiritual hole that people like me carry. Right. Addiction and, and alcoholism to me, in my experience, for me, it starts with the spirit. Yes. Everything is connected to the spirit. So if your spirit is sick, then your brain and your body are gonna be sick. Mm. So and this is something that I'm just coming to now that I didn't see before. And being humble is a very, very big part for me. I have an ego. I'm self-centered. I'm selfish. I can be a real son of a bitch. Excuse my language. Um, And, uh, you know, and, and if I don't do these things, if I don't have a sponsor and I don't talk to him every day, if I'm not doing a grateful list every day and, 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 you know, a grateful list is a a beautiful thing because Mm -hmm. it, it keeps you grateful. It, yeah. it keeps your heart grateful. I heard in a meeting the other day, you know, a grateful heart will never drink or drug. Hmm. That's hmm. I, I think that's true. There, you know, but there's other things that go along with it. You have to keep doing the work. So that's how I feel about my relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. If I'm not praying, if mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Him, if mm-hmm. I'm not looking into things, you know, Jesus doesn't want us to be stupid. And you know, He talks about in you know last last days and stuff like that. The the His people will be fooled for lack of knowledge. 
because we're lazy, (laughs) you know, and I'm guilty of it. You you know, I'm very guilty of it. So everybody, you know, I can't sit here. I can't sit here and preach and say, I read the Bible every day and I get on my knees and every day because I don't. I'm 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 just an average guy trying, you know, not even try, I hate that word. That's another thing. Take that word try out of your vocabulary. Because right. when you're trying, you already admitted that you fit that you're gonna fail. So. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> <point. Yeah. laughs> and then the the other thing that I like too is is you know, instead of you know saying things are a problem, and, and when you use that word problem, it blows things up. It makes it, it, I don't know, it does something to at least for me, for my brain. When you say problem, I get that sinking feeling. But if it's a situation or an issue, then then it, then there's a, a way for there to be a solution, mm. and, you know, for for me, at least. So I, I, I try to keep those those words out of my and but is another big one. No, but. <laughs> Anything uh-huh. after but is bullshit, right? <laughs> we, know, we know those. Ones. My fiance but. taught me that one. <laughs> That's not a good one. Yeah. So, so what do you think um, when it comes to um, relapse again? Um, is it? people places things or um or just um what's being complacent in in and so just- it can for for me in my experience it can be all of those things mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. you know with with my experience of 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 my my last relapse you know it was because i isolated i stopped right. i mean yeah i stopped doing the work like i you know i I've, I've always believed this but i believe this more today than i ever have mm-hmm. the opposite of addiction is connection Mm. I'm connected now. Like mm-hmm. I'm connected with, I have a, a great sponsor. My, my fiance is in the, in, you know, in the 12 step program. Yeah. I have friends that are in the, you know, like I work with great people that know that I'm in recovery. And, yeah. and, and people like me that pester you. <laughs> you don't pester me at all. I love talking to you. <laughs> You're one of my favorite people. What's up? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't care. What are you doing? And yeah. you know, you know, when I'm not, I mean, people, you know, people that know me know probably when I'm not doing good because right. the behavior is, is that I stop reaching out. Right. And and I just isolate. I shut down. Right. And I can't do that anymore. You yeah. know because you know now you know I got I got to say these last six months have been a blessing. I almost lost my fiance when when she got out of rehab. She broke up with me right. because I mean she didn't know that I had slipped up or anything, but she could tell that something was wrong and and I wasn't acting right and things were things weren't good at all. And then we we had to move out of our condo because the the the, the condo we were renting the owner was you know selling it. Uh, so we had a very short time to figure things out and. You know, we were we had to live under the same roof for a couple of weeks for a few weeks there. And, you know, I'm it was it was rough. I right. mean, it was rough. And I had started my new job. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, thank God my, my job is a driving job because right. I was able to like I literally yeah. was on the phone with my my mother for like four hours <laughs> like, well, <I'm laughs> crying and freaking out like I'm a loser. I lost her. And, you know, like, right. I mean, I, I really love her, you know, and we've been right. through a lot together. And, and I believe that that. God puts people in our path for a reason. And, um, you know, he obviously put her and I together for a reason. And I, wa- I wasn't willing to give up, but I had to I had to stop and take a look at myself. Mm. Um, and that was what I wasn't doing was right. looking at myself and taking my inventory. I was mm. taking everybody else's and sitting on my high horse. Woo. Say, uh, say it again. I was sitting <laughs> everybody else's and hit what? Sitting on my high horse, mm. you know, <laughs> and today. um I, I want to be humble. I want to be honest. I want to be. I, I want to be a responsible man. I want to be an adult. I want to be the man that God wants me to be. Tell I want me, to be. Tell the, me how you found God. 
So how he found you? <laughs> so, you know, when, when God found me, I was a piece of coal and uh, he's working on me. And one day I'm going to be that diamond, man, for real. <laughs> um, he chips away every day, a, a little bit of that coal off of me. Um, and some days are harder than others. And, 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 and some days are good. Um, you know, I was introduced to Christ, you know, at, at about seven or eight years old. My father, who was Jewish, uh, you know, bought mitzvah and everything. Um, he uh, he had an overwhelming feeling and reached out to some people that he knew believed in Jesus. And and he went with it and uh, he brought our family to Christ. And, um, you know, I I had understanding and, and whatever. I don't have the understanding that, that I do now, obviously. Um, like, you know, I, I want to be baptized again and stuff because I. I know some things, <laughs> you know, like I know some things now. And, uh, you know, um, I, when I, you know, I had, you know, obviously lost my faith in God and, and, you know, with the things that I was doing, you know, they call alcohol spirits for a reason. Right. It opens you up. Yes. Spirits. <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying? And if you look at some of these old you know, rituals and, and stuff like that, there's alcohol used in them. But there's a reason for it. It's a conduit of some sort. I don't understand it. I can't tell. I can't get it. But they call it spirits for a reason. Right. Anyways, you know, and same thing with 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 drugs and stuff. Do you know that the the word pharma, the word pharmacy mm -hmm. actually comes from the Greek word pharmakia? And what pharmakia means in Greek is sorcery. Mm. Okay, so yeah, I mean, look at what drugs and alcohol do to people. Yes, you you know that's you know that's to me that's that's a lot. You know that's a big. So it's a it was a paradigm shifter for me actually. Wow. Um, but you know, I I stopped. You know, I, at one time I believe I was starting to believe that aliens may have made us on Mars and and poured deported us here and to so that we can mine gold and whatever. Because I was searched, I was searching and I was seeking. I didn't know that I was, but I was. Right. Um. Then when my dad died in 2016, I had a real you know really really hard time with that, and um I ended up moving down to Georgia a year later, and I got mixed up with the meth and all that stuff. But I was I was finding I was seeking God, and I was I was watching. I, some things on YouTube that caught my eye and, and and I started listening to these guys. And so, I mean, I was listening, but I, you know, I don't think I was really sure or, or anything like that. And mm -hmm. I started getting further into it. And, and, and what really brought me to my, my strong belief in, in, in Christ is, is the book of Enoch. Oh, Enoch. Okay. And, and I mean, that book is amazing. It, it, people don't consider it part of the Bible and that's fine and good. I'm not here to debate that or anything like that. Right. But what the book of Enoch did for me was it gave me context to some things in the Bible that just didn't make any sense to me. I needed some more information. Okay. And, and, you know, I, I heard, I, I heard a scripture the other day. Um, I think it was in John where he said that if he wrote about the miracles that Jesus did on earth, Mm -hmm. The world couldn't hold the books, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so we got to think that you know there was other people here and other other creations and other beings that weren't you know put in the Bible, right? You know what I'm saying? But if you're grounded in the Bible and you start looking at these other these other books, you know the the Apocrypha's uh, Jasher Jasher actually mean is Book of the Upright, and mm -hmm. that's actually spoken about in the Bible. We don't know if it is that book, but. Right. There's some things in there that that are that are good, and and it says out of the mouth are two or three witnesses. That's the tr that's where the truth is. If you mm -hmm. hear it out of two or three witnesses, then it's it's probably the truth, you know, or not probably. It's definitely the truth. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, you know, when you're when 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 I listen to these guys, they they're grounded in the Bible, but they look at the Agamati Kotex and and the um adventures of Gilgamesh and, and all that stuff, and it actually all kind of aligns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a big history lesson. And I love history, and yes. so these are the things that 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 brought me to God. And, and another thing that I don't speak about much. Mm-hmm. When I when I share with anybody is what happened to me when I was in Georgia. Okay. Um, I had to walk about two miles from a hotel that I slept outside of in, in the middle of December. This is my fiance, everybody. Hey, hey what's <laughs> up, mine? How are you? <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I uh, I walked to this Walmart, and this this girl was coming to pick me up, and so we could go do drugs, mm-hmm. and. I needed to charge my phone and there was like a, a outlet right on the wall outside of Walmart. Th- thank God for the down South Walmarts. I'm sitting on the bench with my phone, my, my phone plugged in and just, you know, I'm you know waiting for you know my ride to come uh-huh. and I'm sitting there. And the, when I first get there and I like, I had a suitcase, like I walked with like a suitcase and a duffel bag, like over my shoulder. <laughs> Wow. With with two with a, a, a brown leather Italian uh, trench coat Ooh, and yeah. then a black top coat. That's how cold it was. I had like frostbite on my face from sleeping oh my. outside. Yeah, um, and I was probably all of like a hundred and like maybe eighty pounds or something when when at that time. Um, yeah, it's not pretty. It doesn't look good on a six foot four guy. <laughs> Are you six four, Justin? I'm six foot four. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't would have never guessed you. Oh my god, that really does. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm six foot four. So I'm so anyways, I'm 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 sitting at this I get there and this lady pulls up and she's like, Hey, are you all right? Bah, 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 bah. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm all right. And you know, I I kind of I guess look like a bum or whatever, you know. Um, and she was like, you know, are you on drugs or anything? I said, I, you know, I have been doing drugs, but I, I I'm not doing any drugs today, and I'm not trying to get any. And you know, because I already knew that this girl was coming with drugs, so extra. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't need anything. It was all free for me. Um, with, with, when I hung out with those people, um, so she gives me like three dollars. She's like, here, this is all the money that I have. But I want you to go get a candy bar and, and, and something to drink. I was like, thank you so much. I hadn't eaten in like two days. Um, so I go inside. I grab something to drink and I grab a Snickers bar and I'm sitting out there and I'm waiting. And I see this lady and she's, you know, she gets out of her, she got out of her car and she's like walking towards, you know, the door and I'm sitting there and she looks at me and I smile. And I say, hello, miss. How are you? And she's, I'm good. How are you? And she goes inside and so then, you know, I'm still sitting there. It's been like, you know, a half hour. She comes back out and I see her leave. So I'm really fiending for a cigarette. I don't have a cigarette. And I see this guy who's probably about, I don't know, 250 feet. He's at the other entrance. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't know, maybe 500 feet in between us. And like my pride kicked in. I was like, I'm not asking that dude for a cigarette. You know, I'll just wait. You know, <laughs> Such an asshole, right? So I'm just sitting there and I'm waiting. And literally seconds went by. Or I just had like a, I don't know, a dumb moment or whatever. Um, this guy, that guy is sitting right next to me. His name was Raph. He's a man of God. Wow. And he had a company and he uh, started talking to me and he wanted me to to go do some labor work with him. And, uh, you know, hi, mama. That's Elaine's mother. <laughs> hi, mama. <laughs> hi, mama. <laughs> and there's grandma. <laughs> yep. So, um, you know, I, 
he so starts talking he starts talking to me or whatever and you know i tell him i believe in god and stuff and you know i tell him about the ride and he's like well if the ride's not, you know if, if you know it's not going to come or whatever like you can come and work for me like i'm going to give you five dollars for lunch whether or not you come with me um blah, blah 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 so i'm like okay well can i have a cigarette he's like yeah he's like let me just go inside and make make these keys and then you know call your friend or whatever and, and see if you're you know if you can come work with me i'm like all right well, I wasn't going to work with him. My mind was already made up. I was, you know, I was BSing. And uh, so I'm sitting there. Next thing I know, this lady that I had saw 45 minutes before mm-hmm. is walking towards me and has something in her hand. She's like this and she's walking. She's walking a beeline to me. And I, I, I mean, I could see it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she comes up to me and she says, sir, God told me to bring this to you. I said, what? Crazy God. God didn't tell you to bring me. And this is what's going on in my mind at first. And uh, it was a it was a it was a ba- it was like a bacon, egg and cheese from from Burger King. She said, this is all I could afford. Wow. But God wanted me to give this to you. He has a message for you. Wow. Today is the beginning of the end of your suffering. Mm-mm. That was true. There's always going to be suffering in life, but the suffering that I was going through then, mm. that's over. Mm. I don't suffer that way anymore. Wow. They, they, all, all glory be to, be to Christ. I really, um, you know, I'm the man I am today because of God, not not because of me. I'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm not good. God's good, right? You, you know, like, and uh, if He can change my life and my attitude, right? He can change anyone, right? He can change anybody. Amen. But but you have to do the work. You have to do the work. I always thought that, you know, praying to God, like God was going to fix me like that. It was going right. to be some magical shit on, on the TV right. that you see. Well, guess what? God doesn't work that way. Nope. Gotta okay. Everything work. has its precise time and, 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 and meaning and reason. Yeah. And so, and God knows what's good for you and what isn't good for you. So something that we want, that our flesh wants, that we think is good for us. Right. God knows different. So that's why we that prayer doesn't get answered. But I'll that's tell you right now, God has answered my prayers. He has. Okay, when, Elaine le- when Elaine was going to leave me and, 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 and start dating other people and whatever, and I was freaking out and going crazy, I turned to God. I turned to God. And one night I had, she was sleeping. I laid my hand on her and I prayed and I, I said, Father, I said, if it's your will, please turn her heart back to me. I love her. I like don't, I want to marry her. Like I don't want, I don't want to be without her. Right. Two days later, we wake up and she looks at me and she goes, Justin, I said, yeah. She goes, I really, really love you and don't want to be with anybody else. And I'm like, for real? Like, what are we doing here? Like, are we back together? Like, <laughs> Aww, I'm glad because I know every time you talk about her, the, the heavens light up. She's my, you know, she's my other half. And I'm not saying that because she's standing right there. We have our, we have our fights. She's right. snippy. I'm snippy. Right. But. <laughs> yourself, don't you? Well, but, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm happy because you know when I see people in love, um, you can tell by the way they talk uh, about their their other person. Yeah. Uh, and they, their spirits always up. And it yeah. seems like it seems like, and and I didn't know you all that long, but I know since I know the day that she walked in, um, you're always on the up, and you're always trying to be positive, even if something knocks you down. You're 
you're always yeah. trying to spin it somewhere. What, what yeah, well, I mean, you know, for instance, this week, you know, I had two days, man, where where my my emotions became unmanageable. You know, the first step of Alcoholics Anonymous is is you know we admit that we were powerless and admit that our, our lives have become unmanageable, right? So like, I know I'm powerless. I have power through admitting that I'm powerless because of the grace of God. Mm. Okay, but or not, but right. And Damn. there's the unmanageable part. Now, yes, my life was unmanageable when I was doing drugs. Right. Okay. Now my life is manageable. Okay. I pay my bills. I I, I do I do what I'm supposed to the best the best I can. Right. All that, but I there's that other part where you become emotionally unmanageable, right. where that could lead you to a drink or a drug. Yes. So I, I I was like this for for a couple of days, and I hadn't I hadn't went to a meeting, and I talked to my sponsor, and you know I just. My insecurity, trust issues, all of it, just right. all just right, all of it. Right. And uh, I, you know, I, I don't want to be mean and I don't want to take it out on anybody, so I, I don't say anything, I'm very quiet, but it, it affects my household, it affects everybody around me. So I have yeah. to, I, I have to find a, a better way to do that. Um, you know, cause I didn't really know what was going on, and then I, and then I went and I sat in a meeting, I went straight from work to a meeting. And I shared and I said to me, I said, I really don't want to effing be here right now. Excuse right. my language, right. but I'm glad I'm here. And right. I said whatever I said afterwards. Right. And actually, actually, that meeting they were talking about step one. And I, I had said, like, I, it, it like dawned on me, like, as I was speaking, my emotions are un, unmanageable. That's what's going. That's why I feel all freaking stupid right yeah, now. Well, I was going to say, I have a trick for you. Uh, when we get up there, I got a good trick for you. And. And it has to do with energy and light. Um, and um, I forgot uh, Bob Proctor, who just passed away, God rest his He talks about that, and they talk about it in secret. Um, you know, if you're not, if basically it's a Tanya's version. If you're not charged up and you don't have a place, a charging station, that's what happens. You get drained, and if the energy is not put into the right category, it can become a, a depression rather than okay, I'm going to make another book today, or I'm going to do this yeah. at work today, or I'm going to. And, and when, yeah, and I mean when you're. <clears throat> When, when I'm, I'm not going to speak for anybody else. When I'm in those, in those, um, in those modes or whatever, when, right. if I'm watching, like if God speaks very clearly about this to like, be careful of what we intake into our body, not just food and, 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 and you know, drinks and stuff like that, but also the stuff that, that we watch and we listen right. to yeah. these things have, have uh, pre-programming. And I mean, these they're study. I mean, Absolutely. governments have been studying this stuff and, and they use it against us all the time. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I'm I, like uh, today, Elaine and I, we went into a store, right? Mm -hmm. And listen, you, everybody can believe what they want to believe. I'm not judging you or anything like that, yeah. but I know what offends my God. Right. And I know that these, these idols and these things are, they're offensive to God. Mm -hmm. And I've never been this way before. Right. And I go into the store and I'm literally cringing and Elaine's looking at me and she's going, you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, God, right? <laughs> what did like, you have? What was it? There was like Buddhas, and then there was a there was a big statue of uh, Shiva, who's the okay. destroyer, right. who who's one of who's who's one of the bloodlines of the the fallen angel. She's part of the Nephilim bloodline. Right. So I know all of these things. I'm not going to talk about that stuff now because right. it's an addiction thing. But we can do another podcast on on fallen yeah. angels and all that craziness. I'll do with that one because of a lot. Well, of I'll tell you right now, if you really read your Bible and you read your Bible and and interpret it like literally, but before you read it, you ask God to send you the Holy Spirit for understanding and you start reading some of those things mm -hmm. 
stuff starts to open up. And, and yeah. really, we have a very supernatural God in a very supernatural world. There's a veil over us right. where we can't see a lot of these things. If you're starting to see now, the veil's starting to be lifted. More UFO sightings, more abductions, and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, I mean... Stuff's getting real. <laughs> oh, it's about to get real. I'm well, my favorite book in the Bible is Revelations, and that's I a rap song about it. Um, I call myself. Some people say it's not good to say that, and my mom used to be like, "Don't say that." Um, but a, a third eye, which we all have, a gut yes. think we all have it. It's just the some penal of gland. Us, yeah, some of us were were literally born with veils over our face. I'll just say, or we can see things more than others there are some people that god has given given the gift to to see yeah. those things and 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 to 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 help people and and to detach people listen i'm a, i believe i believe in the bible i believe in god i believe in the devil i believe lucifer I, you know like i don't believe satan and lucifer are the, the same being right. it, it's very clear that, that it's not right that they're not or whatever there's right. a hierarchy in in all of this in this spiritual realm right uh-oh did i just lose my justin uh-oh. Give me one second, guys. What I'll do is go to a video and hopefully uh, he'll come back. I want to play these um, three TikTok videos. Justin? Yeah. Um, you, oh, good. You're, okay. I was like, I was going <laughs> to go to these three TikToks I want to show. Okay. Um, one addiction. One is my friend, uh, Tara, Dow, uh, Tara Dowling. Uh, Dowling. She's going to be one of my speakers May 20th for our Zoom awesome. um, for foster kids. Uh, talking okay. about addiction. Her mom died uh, of addiction, um, but she's, wow. she's doing this great documentary on addiction. Um, and I'm just going to share a piece of it. It's a piece where her mother, so she puts trigger warning, even though she's not doing anything, but maybe the talk or something, perhaps what she said yeah. was that. Um, and then um, a young lady who actually ended up homeless because of her addiction. And then um, this wonderful, oh, I forgot his name. I'll, his name's on here. The doctor that speaks about addiction and uh, trauma. Okay, so let's let's just check that, out. and then when we come back. We'll um, kick it some more about what role play uh, faith play stay um, faith plays in staying sober when we come back. Absolutely. All right, so give yeah. me a minute. I'm gonna put these up, and right. then <laughs> first put the girl homeless girl up, and then no, I'll put Tara. No, the homeless girl up first, and then Tara. Okay. How old are you? I'm 19. 19. Yeah. And are you homeless right now? Yeah. How long have you been homeless? Like maybe. Uh, three years now. Three years? Mm-hmm. So since you were 16? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time. Yeah, it Are is. You born and raised out here in Phoenix? No, I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. And then I came out here uh, when I was 12, 13-ish. And, you know, it's been kind of hard since, but it's not too bad. And how did you end up homeless? Honestly, it was by choice. I, I've always been, like, defiant and, um, like, rebellious, I guess. And I don't know, I, I never really chose to listen to anybody but myself. So I just, I don't know. Did you have just seemed comforting. When you were growing up or not? No, I didn't. I, barely, I mean, I didn't really have either one of my parents, really. My mom was always by my side throughout the whole time, but, you know. Everyone I look ra absolutely ravishing, don't I? In this <laughs> Are you afraid of dying? Mm-mm. Why not? No, I'm just uh, scared if I die I and mean, I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. What are you supposed to do? Well, I don't know, Tara, but <laughs> just don't want to die without having to, you know, I've done, accomplished something. Finish this movie or, you know. No, I don't think about dying. That's just a silly thing that I think. You know, at times I do because I wonder about the after death and I wonder what's going to happen to my soul. Have you ever questioned why your life turned out this way? No. Yes, of course I have. I, I don't know why, though. Why I'm an addict and you're not. 
Not that. No, I know. You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> what made me different, yeah. Do you appreciate what I'm doing with the film? I, the think, I think it's wonderful. I think it, and if it can save one person and get one family to understand each other, then it's worth every, every embarrassing moment of you coming to my door. <laughs> Thank you. Trauma creates coping mechanisms. Now, one of the ways that we cope when children are traumatized, one of the ways they cope with it is to soothe themselves, and then that's where addictions come in. But another way to cope would be is if you get the message that you're not good enough, that you are not worthy enough, then you might spend the rest of your life trying to prove that you are. And how do you do that? By being very nice to everybody. By never saying how you feel, because they might not like how you feel. By never expressing healthy anger when somebody's crossing your boundaries. By working too hard to prove that you're worthwhile. That's why I was a workaholic doctor, because I got the message as an infant, as a Jewish infant under the Nazis in the Second World War. I got the message that the world didn't want me, I wasn't good enough. Well, then you spend the rest of your life compensating by taking on too much, and you're stressing yourself. And those stresses have an impact on your physiology. They have an impact on your immune system. They have an impact on your cardiovascular system, on your heart, on your nervous system. They can cause disease. So most diseases that most of my colleagues, the physicians, think they're just random, arbitrary diseases. They're not random or arbitrary at all. They're the result of life-strong stresses that result from a child's attempt to compensate. Addiction is thing. I'm back. It's Tanya. Uh, you're watching on the town, and I'm with Justin Mantel. We're talking about addiction. Uh, we're back. You're good, Just. I'm good. My uh, so my my manager at work. He wanted to see the see the podcast, so he was trying to get in. Oh. <laughs> I can't get in there. He's like, I was like, oh. do you have a Facebook? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, what's your name? He's like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm old. Oh, no. <laughs> so Go I ahead. had to. Yeah, I, I I got it to him or whatever. You got it to him. Okay, good. I put it on your page. I put it on your page. Yeah. That was it. Thank yeah. you. Thank okay. you so much. Okay. So, so okay, so you saw all those uh, TikToks. My friend Tara, um, you know, I'm doing a uh, former uh, foster survivors book port book tour panel on um, May 20th for foster youth. Um, and I don't know if you know, I ended up in foster care because due to my mother's addiction. Uh, so I, that's where my addiction work always comes in, and I you know, went to school and became case IT and, you know, that whole thing. Um, but um, she's going to be speaking and she's a documentary. Um, she's a former model too. Um, but she's doing a documentary on addiction. That's just powerful. Well, and if she ever needs anybody. 10 years, 10 years of footage. She has, well, it's all about her mom. It's, it's all, all about her mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she followed That's her awesome. mom through the whole, the whole process to show. Hey, is her know, mom still alive? No. No, she passed. But, but she's blessed. Sorry. that. She, I mean, it's, that is amazing to be able to have 10 years of footage when your mom wasn't sober and when she was sober and, and when she got it together and you got to have a, a bond with her before she passed is amazing. Amazing. Is. So you so, guys look out for so, that. So oh. speaking, speaking of that, um, you know, an amazing blessing has come into our lives. Oh. Um, actually two amazing blessings have come into our lives. Oh, okay. The first one, Elaine's daughter, mm -hmm. she moved in with us, uh, oh. several months ago. Um, and, uh, my daughter, who's 17. Wait, really? Is now, I'm now allowed to 
pick her up anytime I want. I had her all weekend. Oh, I dropped her off uh, a few hours listen, ago. I'm so happy. To, I was gonna just ask you about <laughs> and and losing our children and how do we? I was just gonna ask you to give someone a word of encouragement who may have lost their kids. Um, and what what would you advise them to do? So that's so ironic that you said that because I was just gonna go there. Yeah. Awesome. Hold on. He's my manager. <laughs> Click on the link. We cannot, we cannot forget the manager, people. Okay? So, so, while you do that, I can go to a video. You want me to play your song now with it, Casey? Um, uh, yeah, actually, uh, yeah. So th yep. this song, uh, Tanya and I were, were talking, you know, talking before the broadcast. And um, so I, I he's not like a close friend of mine or anything like that, but he's a very inspirational um, rapper. His name is Casey um makes me or his rap name's casey makes music yeah. um he is an amazing person he does free uh shows for over overdose prevention month um he uh he's toured with uh Kalichi, i believe and joe nester um he his his music is amazing and um i i i i used to do um like music therapy at the rehab that i went to nice. um that helped me save my life and a lot of his music i i used in, in this song is uh is amazing um and the video it's it, it, you know if you have kids around or whatever probably not let them you know it's not that it's not that but i i just want to put a warning on it, it it's a little graphic um is it how graphic okay not not super graphic but you see somebody overdosing i mean you don't see like a needle okay. going into their arm or anything okay, okay. Nothing you know like it's a warning okay. it's it, it's it's a pg type deal but it's it's an amazing video and it and just his words um also the other guy that's singing his name is jordan myers and he's an amazing musician these guys are are awesome so, so here we go <laughs> okay, so here we go so you got 4 minutes to talk to your boss ready here we go. I'm gonna go video. Wait, video file. Uh, give me a second. Oh, I that wrong. <laughs> Sorry, trigger. <laughs> Your screen is what I'm supposed to be doing. Here we go, guys. Ready? All right, here we go. Let's go. I'll put us out. When you go. Time that I say I'll get played, but I know I won't. I won't. I've been battling all this time, it's killing me. And I'm trying to get sober, but it's hard for me. Let me speak on addiction from the voice of an addict, from someone who's battled to get where they're at on a chance knowing some never have it. Let me speak for the victims, for the families, the lives that are shattered. For the ones that you say had a choice that they made in their life, so their lives never matter. This one's for Micah, Michelle, then it's Adam. Brian almost dying in my car in Lantana as I'm driving. I'm trying to revive him. I'm watching his lights dim. You think that it's mind over matter? It doesn't matter. Disease or a choice? Are you teasing exploits? Are you squeezing your points? And the person that needs at that teetering point going deeper when all they really need is a voice. You can do this. When you're gone and your life is over. So 
don't, I don't Every time that I say I'll get claimed But I know I won't, I won't I've been battling all this time, it's killing me And I'm trying to get sober, but it's hard for me know what it's like to be ran by that instinct inside you that sticks to the lie i know what it's like to relive all the things that you did till you wished you would die i know what it's like when you're waking up anxious and sick and the logical thing is a fix so you push all the things that you know you should do to the side because you just want that high but i also know what it feels like when you wake up excited for life when you make that decision within you to live so you give all that sinew and fight for your life this time if there's breath in your lungs it doesn't matter the depth of your runs no more living on borrowing funds no more thinking tomorrow i'm done because sometimes tomorrow don't come when you're gone and your life is over what will they say what will they say when you're gone cause you won't get sober what will they say what will they say there are times i tell myself i'm not the only one i know i'm not alone and i try Welcome back. Welcome back. back. That was KC. That's a great uh, video. And uh, thank you for the trigger warning. (laughs) No, the video that I saw, I don't, I I guess I must've missed that part where the the blood was, I didn't know that. And I apologize for that. No, that's okay. We put the trigger, I put the trigger warning just to make it. Yeah. But I think, I think it was a, I think it's a very, that was me. (laughs) I think it's a necessary video because it is, you know, for me, when I listened to that, like, what what will they say when I die? Mm-hmm. What do I want them to say when Ooh, I when, when I die? It. That's it. What, you know what, what I'm saying? What? Like, like like when I leave this world, like what am I gonna leave the people with yes. that, that love me that are in my life? Yes. Am I am I gonna leave them heartache and, and oh he was a shitty person, or am I gonna leave them with with, with hope and and you know, hey, you know, positive, you know, something positive. Um right. and and you know, that's that's what I want my I guess uh, I don't really care about legacy or anything like that, but you know, that's, that's what I want to be. I want to be an honest, godly man and, you know, 
I li- we live in a broken world and it's not easy. It's progress, not perfection. Nope. As much as I want to be perfect, right. um, I'm not. And, and, and I've accepted that and I'm okay with that today. Um, and, and I got to, I got to accept it and be, be okay with it every day, but one day at a time. Um, one day at a time. That's you it. Know, another great, another great thing I heard <laughs> is, uh, if, uh, if one foot's in the past and one foot's in the future, then you're pissing on today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's stay in today. Right. That's um, a very good way to look at it. it absolutely. It was, so, oh, Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> Before we went to the break, I went. To, I asked you about um, faith and what role it plays in, you know, keeping sobriety. Because um, I, I think it plays a big role. I used to have people say, "Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't need to have this." I, need this. I said, if you, "If you don't find some source of spirituality, it doesn't have to be what I believe, but you better believe there's something better than you." So absolutely. If you think that's it, then you got problems. Yeah. And that's for any human being because we. You know, we all need uh, charging stations, what I call it. You know what I'm saying? You got to power up. If you don't power up, you're just, you're going to die out eventually, you know? Absolutely. What do you think, what role do you think faith plays in, you know, in staying sober? You know what I'm saying? Because it's very easy to relapse, especially after pandemic and during these times and so many good excuses. So faith faith is everything in in sobriety. And, you know, faith, you know, there's a, a saying like walk by faith and not by sight. And uh, it's to me that's it's important. It, it lets me know that if there's things that I can't see, but if I have faith, those things can't touch me. You know, like if I if I have faith if I have faith in a higher power, then I have faith in myself, right? Because you know my higher power created me. I believe my higher power created everybody and everything. Um, and uh, so if he created me, then. And, and I have faith in him, mm. then, then I have faith in myself. Mm. And uh, the more faith that I have in God, the more strength that I get from God. Mm. Um, you know, I've been, I've been through a lot. My fiance and I have both been through a lot these last two years. Yes. A lot. Yeah. Yes. And you and, said, mm-hmm. go ahead. And uh, it's, it's been tough. It's been hard. And there's been times where I didn't want to live anymore. And, uh, there was times where, where I just I just couldn't get out of bed, you right. know. I didn't want to get out of bed, um, but faith is what kept me going. That that little little bit of faith that I that, that I had that I didn't know I had kept me going. Mm. I, I did end up breaking down, and 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 it was good that I broke down because breaking down, you find yourself in those moments. Yes. And uh, not only did I find myself, but God found me in that moment. Mm. And uh, God has always been there. I, I, I reflect a lot on the past mm-hmm. or not a lot on the past, but I reflect on the past um, for growth, not for not for downing myself or demeaning myself anymore. It's something my, my sponsor and I have, have talked about a, a few times um, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm very much a person that wants to be accountable for the shitty things that I did. Right. You know, I, I, there's people that I, that I owe money to that help me out that, you know, right now t- times are tough. So I'm sorry, I, I can't make that amends yet, but right. when, when, when the time is right, I will, yeah. um, you know, um, I just, that, that, that little bit of faith kept me going. And, what, uh, 
you know, thank, thank God for that first year of recovery that I had. Wow. The foundation that I had built with my first sponsor with doing the 12 steps and being of service, even though, you know, there was a lot of ego there for me. You know, I wanted to be the poster boy for, for recovery and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's that's not what it's about. Right. It's not it's not about me. It's about everyone else. Absolutely. And, I tell people that every day. And 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 in it being about everyone else, it lifts me up. Mm. Okay. It lifts my spirit up. It energizes my spirit. If mm. one person tonight that's listening, that's using drugs or drinking alcohol, that's miserable and hates God and hates everybody and hates themselves. Mm. If that one person hears one thing that you and I have said tonight, right. that's going to maybe click something in their brain. And yes. they're like, you know what? I need treatment. I'm going to go get some help. And anybody that's listening, if you need to, if, if you're in the Danbury area of Connecticut yes. or in Connecticut at all, yes. reach out to Tanya if you want some help and she can direct yes. you to me. I um, I, I'd be more than happy to help. Um, I only help men. Okay. But I can direct the women to a woman that, that can help them. Right. Um, you know, it, I, I'm a firm believer in men with the men and women with the women, especially in early sobriety. Um, you know, Elaine and I, you know, we're in early sobriety, but we've been together for over two years. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know, um, and, you know, we keep, we, oh, yeah, it's almost almost three years. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say it's been before the pandemic. Yeah, October, October of this year will be three years. Yeah. That we've been, been together. Wow. Um, and uh, it's, been, it's, it's been a ride. It's been a, it's been tough. For the both of us. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how God, when you have faith mm. and, 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 and you pray, mm. how, how, how things change. Mm. Um, and another thing I want to say to anybody that's listening that, that's, a, that's an alcoholic or a drug addict. Mm -hmm. If you don't change what's going on inside of you, you're never going to get sober. If you're not willing to change what's going on inside of you, you're going to have a very, very hard time getting sober, Absolutely. a very hard time. Okay, you have to be willing to go to any lengths to get sober. That's right. Okay. So if that means that you got to sit in a freaking sobering center with 21 other people with animals and dogs and whatever, because that's where you got to wait to go to a 28 day program or a three month program, whatever it is that, that your plan is, that's where you need to be. That's right. Um, and, yeah. And, and like, you know, one of my, um, my reconnaissance used to say to me, well, Ms. Cooper, the same way I went out and I fought to get the drug, I got to fight to keep my sobriety. Absolutely. Said, Thank you for saying that, because that's exactly how I feel. You got to absolutely. Same Listen, there, there's there's days where I where I where it's like, what's the point in this? But then, but then you think about it. There's there's a big point. Look, I look at everything that I have in my life right now. I don't have a lot, but what I do have is a blessing from God. My job, my manager, the guys that I work with at work my home life with my fiance, my, my future stepdaughter, my daughter being back in my life. Like it's a big deal. Uh, especially with my daughter being back in my life. My daughter hasn't been in my life in 16 years. I gave her to my sister when she was a year and a half old. Okay. My daughter's going to be 18 in nine days and I have her back in my life and I'm able to, I'm, I'm, I'm able to be a part of the solution instead of the problem. Like I used to be. Right. I handle things a lot differently. And and with Elaine with me, um, it's even better. 
because when I'm not, when, when maybe I'm a little off or whatever on something, she'll pull me aside and talk to me. She did that to me last night and, and she was a hundred percent right. Um, so I'm very, for, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I have, I have a great fiance who, let me tell you something. This girl works hard for her recovery. Sponsor, talks to her sponsor every day, goes to, to a meeting every single day of the week. And on the weekends, sometimes we do four meetings on the weekends. Wow. Yeah. And she goes in at 7.15 in the morning every day to a meeting. Wow. Wow. So, you know, she works very hard and she's an inspiration for me. Yes. You know, and it's funny how the tables turn. When I met her, I was coming up on a year and she had a few months <laughs> or a few days or whatever. I didn't know that. Um, but, you know, um, she and now she's she's you know, she's got eight months and she's, she's doing book work and she there's such a change in her and, and so much beauty. And, and, and she wants to help. Um you know, women and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and it's amazing to see, it's amazing to see her relationship with her daughter blossom. Yeah. It's amazing. She's so great with my daughter, you know, my daughter, you know, my daughter is having a hard time in life. You know, yeah. she, she, she didn't know that I was her father for a very, very long time. She thought I was her uncle. Right. And it was, you know, I still wasn't around. Um, you know, my sister kept me out of her life and rightfully so. I don't, Oh, right. Rightfully so. I was not doing the right things and my daughter did not need to see that person that I was. Right. And I'm happy that she didn't get to see that person and that she didn't have to experience that. Right. Um, um, you know, I'm sure she's experienced other things that have, you know, I know that there's some other things that have happened in her life that have been traumatic and, and stuff. Um, but my sister loves her and, and, you know, she's very well taken care of. Um, that's so, you know, she's going to be, you know, there's some things going on and, you know, that my sister's not happy about or whatever. And that, you know, that's normal. Right. Um, but when my daughter graduates high school, she's going to have to leave my sister's house, yeah. um, you know, because she wants to do what she wants to do. And she, you know, boys and, you know, yeah. drinking a little bit. And, you know, so I've introduced her to Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh the last, not last weekend, but the weekend before I had her the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, she did three meetings with us that weekend. This weekend, uh, we did two meetings and um, her and I spent a lot, you know, a lot of time together, but Elaine is amazing with her. Elaine makes her feel like, like, a like she, like she's her daughter. Um, she has a, a good bond, you know, starting to, you know, have a bond with her and, and, and everything. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So these are the, the blessings and, and the promises that, that happen when you, you decide to take your head out of your ass. <laughs> okay. And take your head out of your ass. Stop thinking that you know everything and that everything that you do is right and correct. Right. And just shut up and listen. Right. And take some suggestions because yeah. People, people that are in these rooms that, of, of the 12-step programs, you know, I, I choose, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous because I, I identify as an alcohol. Alcohol was always there. When, right. Whether the drugs were there or not, alcohol was always there. Right. So, you know, I, I um, you know, you, when, when, when my sponsor suggests something to me, it's stupid for me not to at least take it into consideration, right? Right. You know? Um, so I take those things into consideration and him and I have talked, I told him, I said, there's going to be things that you're going to tell me that I don't want to do that. I don't think are right for me. And I'm going to tell you, right. and you know, it's, it's okay. Like we had, I, I love my sponsor. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we're taking things slow. I don't want to rush anything this time. I'm very cautious of my ego and that self-centeredness because I can make things about me real quick. I mean, look, I'm on a podcast and making it all about me. <laughs> no, well, not really. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. This is a, <laughs> 
I'm not the difference. The difference from this podcast, from previous podcasts that I've done with you, is this time, it's not about me. Right. I'm here because I want I want to help somebody else. Somebody else, right? And that's there's a lot of here. there's a lot of people suffering, and that fentanyl is coming over the border like crazy. Ooh, can I tell you about that? And now they're putting on a marijuana, so kids are. I know. You know I know somebody. Woolies, I know somebody who's. I know somebody who sponsors was sponsoring somebody. Mm-hmm. Wife, kids, mm-hmm. or wife. She was pregnant. Mm-hmm. He was. I come. I think maybe coming up on a year sober. He went out with the with the boys. They smoked the joint. He overdosed on fentanyl because there was fentanyl on the joint. They're putting it in the cocaine. They're putting well, it in the crack. They're doing all it, it, it's going my, everything. My, one of my friend's son, uh, he was smoking marijuana, and that's how he died of fentanyl overdose. It's like, wow. I, I just, I mean, if I could tell you how many people have OD'd. Um, so, the, the, so the statistic, as I, as I know it, as of right now, or mm-hmm. my information right now, mm-hmm. it's over 100,000 people that yeah. had died in the year 2021 from mm-hmm. fentanyl overdoses, okay? Ooh. So if, 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 if there's something that's a, that's a pandemic or an epidemic, I, I think that it, it would be this. Yeah. Um, yep. and, uh, well, you see, um, well, I know we're not going to go too much into politics. We're not going to go into politics, yes. but I see that uh, Biden and them are giving money for uh, – for um, what do they call it? Um, now I don't want to subscribe to the part where people are like they give it for crack pipes because that's not true. But 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 he is putting money into the drug program in the uh, prevent prevention. What's it called? Oh my god, I just totally forgot. Blanked out. Uh, I, I know I know what you're talking about, but oh, it's like a um, it's like uh, a prevention box. It's yeah, a needle, yeah. Um, but like clean a, needle, a needle program. Yeah, yeah. But I, I personally, I even when I was a counselor, I don't like them. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't ascribe to them because I just I understand the. The half part is, yes, they're getting clean needles. And yes, we can cut down on AIDS. But the other half says to me, mm, that's not good to be like, here, just go ahead and have a ball and uh, come back whenever you're ready. I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it, I mean, look at look at New York City. They have they have a couple places where you can go. Yeah. You can give them your dope and have them check it for fentanyl or whatever. And then you can go shoot up right there in the place. Yeah, I think. That's Why true. are we? We can't condone this behavior. No. We can't make it easier for people to use drugs. Exactly. Okay? And and I, I, don't, I don't mean that to be mean. Right. Because my heart breaks for anybody that suffers from, from addiction, depression, body image problems, all of that stuff, because I suffer from those things. Right. You know, I, I'm a happy person for the most part. Right. But I have my days where I I'm not where I'm drained, right. and the and you know I I am an empath and and I feel other people's emotions and mm-hmm. you know that was a big part of of my drug use too was I would get these feelings that I didn't know where they were coming from and they weren't my own, and 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 they would become my own right. and 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 if you if you look at it it's a self medication the the drugs stop that stuff <laughs> you know um, for sure uh, yeah I mean you know so. I just now I now I just I know now I uh when I wake up in the morning I don't do it every morning but I get on my knees and I pray. Right. Uh getting on my knees and praying is a very very hard thing for me to do. Right. It's a very humbling thing to do. Right. And uh you know the God that I that I believe in wants you to come to him humbly. And 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 I think that's the best way for me yes. to go to God. But I have a hard time with it. Um, it's some I'm working on. It. It's hard to be humble. Right. It's hard to be humble when when you have 
when you have, you know, ego and, 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 and my ego comes from insecurity, not because I think I'm, you know, not, not because I think great, great things about myself. It's, it's, it's to kind of, I guess, balance that insecurity that I have. Mm. And, but what happens is, is the ego is too strong and it takes over everything. Yes. You know, so I, you know, like when I prayed tonight, I got on my knees and I prayed tonight before I, before I did, the, you know, the, the podcast with you. And I, I asked God to, you know, let me be an instrument right. and whatever, whatever I'm, was going to come out of my mouth was going to be something that he would want me to say, or that he would say to help somebody to, to come to, to come to him if, or, you know, and, right. and, and get sober. Uh, you know, I mean, of course you got to, it's not just going to, to Christ. There's right. work that has to be done. Yes. I mean, you you have have to take steps. All the steps have to be taken. Absolutely. Yeah. I believe that, that God will meet you halfway. Yes. Okay. He will always meet you halfway. He's mm. always there. He'll mm. meet you halfway, but you have to do the work to get, to get to him, yeah. you, you know, like, I mean, look, I look at it this way, right? This is how I look at God. I look at God as like a dad, right? right? I, like he's a dad. So if I do something wrong, there's going to be consequences for it. If I do something right, there's going to be blessings for it. Okay. Um, I may want something, but he's going to tell me no, because it's not right for me. And he knows what's best for me. You, you know, like like a parent. Right. And, uh, and and when I do things that, that transgress against him, it hurts him. And it upsets him and it, it makes him angry with me. And, yes. but thank, but, but thank God for, thank, thank God for, for, for forgiveness. Right. Because he forgives. And, and if God can forgive you, then you can forgive yourself. I've done some terrible things in my life hmm. and it, I'm not a terrible person. I was on a bad path and I made a lot of stupid, bad decisions right. and some terrible things came out of it. And I, my behaviors were, were not good. Mm. But that's not who I am. Mm. Um, those were those were behaviors and and, and 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 things that were happening because I was I will I I wasn't in the right mind, you know. Right. Um, right. And, and now I I'm slowly forgiving myself for these things. Right. And my my little sister, I'm responsible in part for my sister's death. I'm not taking it as oh I'm responsible for me pity party. No, that's right. not what's going on here. Right. What I'm saying is is that. My sister, I was an example. I was her big brother. Right. I gave her her first line of dope. Right. Okay? right. And she hated me for it. She hated me for years for it. Right. I wasn't the one that got her to shoot up. I, it wasn't anything that continued. It was a few times, whatever. Right. Nothing. I didn't get her addicted or anything. She didn't like it. Right. And then when she started to shoot, then her and I, you know, we became partners in crime and we did a lot of stealing and, and dirty stuff together. And um, I should have been better than that. I should have said, no, this isn't right. Let's, let's, let's move on a different path, you know? Yeah. And, and I didn't. And, and I, and I do believe everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And, and, you know, my sister dying in our, in our condo or in the condo that we were renting mm -hmm. as, as much as, as it, as it broke me in, in ways and, and, and broke my heart. Mm -hmm. I'm also grateful for that right. because that was the moment that I became the brother that I was supposed to be. Right. Okay. That's when I believe God laid his hand on me because I was able to pull my sister out of that bathroom and I did everything in steps. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, we need to call the police, call the police, mm -hmm. find out what to do. Problem. When the ambulance came, now I need to call my mom. Now I need to call. And every I was very calm about everything. And when I was working on my sister and, and pumping her chest, mm -hmm. it seemed like an eternity. 
Mm. And I can still see myself over her in tears coming down my eyes. Mm. Um, and thank God for the EMTs. They got there in a, in, a, in, a, in a very timely, you know, very quickly. It was like three minutes, right? Three, four minutes. Wow. And, um, you know, they, they, they did the best that they could. They actually got her to her heart back. Oh. Uh, fortunately, her she was out for so long that her brain was dead, and mm-hmm. then she would have probably been a vegetable. Um, so, as a as a family, we decided that it was best to pull the plug on her. Um, I'm grateful that my sister isn't here; that right. she didn't have to go through the pandemic because she was with somebody that was abusive and used to beat the crap out of her and mm-hmm. would feed her drugs so that he could have sex with her, but then call her a. a, a drug addict whore and you know she was totally broken by this guy he was he was was not a nice person Um, you know and he's somebody you know i gotta pray for um that's gonna be very hard to do him and joe biden very hard to do i'm just kidding (laughs) don't worry it's hard for me to pray for my abuser my former abuser so don't worry i had to throw that in there (laughs) listen i always say we're a work in progress absolutely Um, let me tell you something about that um i strongly believe that you know like when my brother passed um I, I tried to find some way to make that into something that wouldn't be so sad every year. So I help foster kids in his name every year and I give them scholarships. Uh, maybe with your sister one day when you get settled and you get things right, but this is I, you yeah. can do something in her name that in her. This honor. is you know me me doing this podcast. Yes, this is for her. This is for Jesse. This is for Drew. This is for Jamie. This is for Chuck. You know the, the who. Oh, and my my roommate Sean, my roommate my roommate from the sober house, he died about four months ago of, a, of an overdose. And what's your sister's I mean, name? Sean. Sean was your sister's name? Your no, sister? no, a- Asia was my sister's name. Asia. Asia. Asia was my sister's name. Uh, Jesse was my best friend that died six weeks after her. Drew was the the kid that would have he would have been like he would have been a famous you know um, you know. Uh, musician like uh, juice world and uh one day i mean i have his music and and uh i'll play it for you him okay. and my best friend three three or four months before they died they actually did a song called i don't know Ooh. um you can find it on soundcloud oh really? um, let me write it let me write it i don't, don't it's actually idn i mean um i idk it's abbreviated oh. idk yeah oh, oh. Huh. and I-D-K. it's it's drew funk and scarfo b drew funk is is drew and Scarfo B is my my best friend Jesse. It's a Scarfo. it's it's a great song. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'll put it up there, guys, if you want to check it out. And where do they find it on Spotify? You can you can find it on SoundCloud. Just type in Drew Funk, and there's a bunch of songs you can check out. Um, Toxic. That song's awesome. I think he sounds like uh The Weekend when he's singing. Okay. Um, he has he has another he has uh, there's so many songs. Uh, there's another song that's called F the Moon. Okay. Um and uh it, it's great. He for, for 24 years old, this kid had an old soul and he was very deep and a very deep thinker and it and it showed in his music. He wow. produced every bit of music that you hear from him, I think except for Toxic, uh-huh. he produced and mastered. And I mean, I watched him do this stuff. Wow. I don't know if Kristen's listening. Kristen, if you're listening, I love you, and so does Drew. <laughs> Kristen was Drew's mom. Um Aww. and uh she she's an amazing lady and a very strong woman. She's she she's very she's very active with um with addiction and, and trying to, to get things done and right. um, but like you were saying before you know the, this is what I want this is why I'm here yes. is to speak for for the the people that aren't you know I uh, I've been blessed to be the person that, that that can carry the message and not be the message right you know um, those people are the message if right. you don't do the work you're gonna die eventually 
That's right. Okay? And, and, and today, today it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because whatever is going on in this world, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go into what I believe, mm-hmm. but whatever is going on in this world, mm-hmm. the good people, the, the people that, that do believe in God and, and, and but that are having trouble and, and all that kind of stuff that have trouble with addiction, they, they're trying to kill us. I mean, they're flooding the, the streets with fentanyl. This drug is a killer. Mm-hmm. This this much, this much yes. can kill you. Yes. See, when when I when you know, seven months ago when when I had my relapse, mm-hmm. I did a very tiny bit of fentanyl and I fell out. I'm six foot four. Wow. You know, I, I was probably 190 pounds or whatever because I was doing something else that I shouldn't have been doing. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you, you know, like, I mean, and, you know, when Elaine came out of rehab and she she when I went to visit her, she said, you got real skinny. I said, yeah, I've been fasting. And and that, that was true. I wasn't lying, but right. there were things going on, too. <laughs> right. um, and, uh, you know, and she knew and she wasn't stupid. And, uh, you know, uh, when we met, I was this strong, like, recovery guy. And, right. You know, I, I had lost all that and right. I'm glad that I did because it, it wasn't it, it, it stopped being from a good place. Right. You know, um, and, and today I, I believe that it, it's coming from a good place. I genuinely want to help people. I, I genuinely want to have a good life. I want to be an example for the people around me. Mm. And um, I, I, I want to be, like I said earlier, who God wants me to be. And I think I'm becoming that man a little bit each day. Yes. Um, you know, nothing happens overnight. Everything that is worth anything takes work. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I will say, a saying that I love is, if you want something that you never had, you're going to have to do something that you've never done. That's it. So that means you're going to have to do some work, man. <laughs> That's it. Well, Justin, I thank you so much for um, hanging out with us today. And Absolutely. And Anytime. On recovery and um, I'm so happy for you and Elaine and you're both got your kids back. Um, so, so for anybody that's out there um, who thinks that, you know, it's impossible to get your kids back or it's possible to have a relationship with them. It's not impossible if you do the work. Uh, so I want people to know that because a lot of people say, Oh, I give up because my kids. And I was like, don't give up because your kids, maybe, maybe, you know, God wants you to get your stuff together. So you, and so then- when you're, when you're in recovery, there's a certain amount of selfishness that you have to have. And that selfishness is my recovery above everything. Because if I don't have my sobriety, then I am going to lose everything that I got in my sobriety. Okay. And I am, I am, uh, I I've experienced it. I, in September, August, September, I, I was losing everything. Everything was going, everything. And I made a decision Mm -hmm. to, to, to really take a look at myself Mm. and to really make sure that, that, this was the path that I wanted to keep going on mm. or if, if I, if I wanted, you know, something better. Right. And I knew yeah. that I knew that being, you know, that Elaine being sober and me being sober was something better. Um, I didn't get sober for Elaine. I didn't get sober for anybody. I got sober for me. So I, I was tired of being miserable and I was tired of running and, 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 and cowering uh, from, you know, the people that I lost and from myself, I started hating myself again. Right. Uh, Praise Jesus, Elaine said. Amen <laughs> <laughs> to that. I love you, Elaine. Elaine, I love you. I where we're at in there. That, the dishes. I hear you. Um, <laughs> she's good. She's actually cooking dinner for us right now. Oh, what are we eating? What are we eating? We're having rotisserie chicken mashed 
Oh, man, I can't have the chicken, but I have to have the gravy and mashed potatoes. So we so we'll, we eat like a little bit of chicken, okay. but we don't do like we, we really don't do meat like uh, like for burgers and stuff. We get like the Morningstar, like black bean burgers and or like, you know, um, and then we, we all and to, tofu. I freaking love tofu. I know, but tofu is not good long term. Let me tell you why. It's a soy why? based product, which yeah. causes estrogen dominance in your body. So yeah, I, I got to be careful. Don't have too much soy and definitely don't give it to your kids. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's another, that's another discussion one day. Uh, yeah, sobriety, absolutely. Sobriety and changing our eating habits. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I was, I, I put back on, you know, 35 pounds. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like. You four it at 6'4". Yeah. I mean, I'm like 225, like 220, 225, something like that now. Okay. Um, You know, and. And like it's it's not muscle or anything like that. Like it's 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 a little bit of fat. And like we live we live in a, a very beautiful apartment building. Right. And there's some amenities here. We have an in ground pool, you know, an outdoor in ground pool. But we also have a gym. Right. You would think that I have a gym that's right there that I would get up off my ass and I would go, but right. I don't. Actually, <laughs> you know that uh, that's one of the tools of uh, recovery is exercise. I think it helps. I, I, oh, so my, uh, my, I totally agree with you. My, so I have a hard time with balance, right? Okay. So, you know, like, so I'm, I'm up every day, probably around four, four thirty in the morning. I just, my body just wakes up. Yeah, you look like you it, don't sleep too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. Um, I, I mean, I, I, you know, like this weekend we slept a little bit, like, um, you know, today we, we slept, I think until about nine 30, but like oh, I wake up. Yeah. But I like I wake up like I was up at four thirty and I'm I'm watching what's going on on Ukraine and I'm like oh my god these poor people and you know and then like I'm like I, I got to go back to sleep so then like I go and I, I try to like snuggle up next to Elaine and calm down <laughs> and uh, she punches me no I'm just kidding she doesn't do anything he just he looks up at me and she's like get away no I'm kidding she never does that actually actually I'm very very lucky this is a woman who will take any bit of affection that that I give her and um. She, she, uh, she's just amazing, man. Like really. Yeah, I, love I, I love all things Elaine. So yeah, I'm me too. <laughs> and and, guess, and guess, how, guess how tall Elaine is. How tall Elaine? Five two. What? Five oh two. This is not look good walking down the street. Actually, we look very good. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Like, hello. It's like your neck probably hurts a lot. <laughs> No, I, you know, I, I know, I like, I know that she's short. You know, obviously, I know she's shorter than me. So, like, I'll, I'll and I have a hundred pounds on her. Um, you know, but we, I'll tell you right now, we, we work very well together, and we're very lucky because you know, relationships and recovery are not easy. Right. Um, and they, they, they can be dangerous. They right. could, you know, one person, you know, it could, it could take somebody out. Yeah. Um. I don't see that with Elaine and I, and and maybe it's because I'm you know love blind or whatever. People would say whatever, but with what I see her doing, with her with like her sobriety is her own. Right. Like we don't even really sit together when we go to meetings together, right? Because it's not about us. It's a, it's about our recovery, and we know the only way that our relationship and our family is going to work is going to those meetings and doing what is suggested in those meetings. Um, and they're not hard things. You know, people like me, we like to complicate shit. Real, real I mean, shit gets complicated real quick in my brain, um, and 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 it causes me to 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 pull away. You know, like I'm not doing that. Like, but if I if I if I talk about it. If I call my sponsor and tell my sponsor I'm confused about something, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to help me to not be confused, you know, or excuse me, sharing the meeting that I'm confused about. So, you know, like there's, 
there's people out there like myself that really, really want to help. And when you come into those rooms and they tell you, we will love you until you love yourself, mm. believe that shit. Yes. No, because no, they do. That. I've seen that. Okay? That's real. They do. That's okay? real. I, uh... It's very real. I came back with my with my tail between my legs, mm. you know, and nobody said nothing. Nobody judged me. Right. Nobody looked down upon me. Right. And, and if they did, I didn't care. Right. You know, because it, it's not about that. It's a, it's about my life. Right. And and. My life was in, I was going to lose my life. Mm. Like that song says, what would people have said about me if I would have lost my life back in August? Mm. What would people said about me? That's, you know, I don't, I don't want to be another statistic. No. I don't, I don't want people to, oh, he died. He died of an overdose. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how I want to go out. Right. Like, yeah. I want to I go out fulfilling whatever my purpose is here on, on this earth. And you have a big purpose. I see it. You have a call. I, 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 whether it's big or small, it doesn't matter to me. Just as long as as as, as I do what God has has put me here to do, um, and, and I have a I have a lot to learn. I have a lot of growth. I am nowhere near where I want to be, but I'm not where I was, um, and I'm grateful for that because I, bring, I I I can bring myself to really really bad places. We all can, and uh, I choose one day at a time not not to do that anymore. And I have so much to live for. I mean. You can see behind me, like, that's beautiful. This is what I get to, you know, when I wake up in the morning and I come out of the bedroom, that's the first thing that I see in the morning, you know, like besides my beautiful, you know, future wife, which, right. you know, that's awesome too. So right. <laughs> that's probably the most awesome thing. Um, <laughs> she said, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, looking at chicken. Uh, yeah, right. I have, a, <laughs> I have a lot to be grateful for, you know, and then I have these four, these four amazing cats. Um, right. Puma, Harley, Frank, and and and, and uh, Betty. Betty, she's Betty White. God rest her soul, Betty White. But that, we, yeah, she's, you know, and and and, and Elaine's it's daughter. Simple things, right? That makes things. Abs absolutely, you know, Elaine's daughter is amazing. She's such a smart, intelligent young fifteen-year-old. Um, you know, she had made me a card for my birthday, and she said some beautiful things in there that, like, I like, well, like I hold very. Very close to my what heart. Was your birthday, Justin? January twenty fifth. I turned forty years old. Well, you're Aquarius. You're Aquarius. <laughs> I'm, an, I, I'm an Aquarius on the rise, actually. That's I was why you and I get along. You're Pisces. <laughs> Pisces. Pisces. No, I'm I'm Aquarius. That's Aquarius. I'm Aquarius. I'm February 9th. That's you're why. Okay, so Elaine is February fifth. She's an Aquarius. Uh, Elaine's yeah. an Aquarius too. She's February fifth. Water signs. Water we, we can form into anything. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I just, I, uh, amazing. I just want to be there to help people, and and if I can do that, I will. Also, um, I'm gonna. Pro I guess I'm gonna announce it on here. Um, it's it's in the works. It's gonna take a little bit of time. Okay. Um, it, it may not be this summer, but hopefully it will be definitely next summer. Um, and I want Tanya to be involved with it. Um, absolutely. Cause I mean, she just, she does an amazing job and, and has, has a lot of knowledge for this kind of stuff. Um, anyways, but I, um, back in 2017, I was in a rehab and there was, it was in Bridgeport and you know, that's, that's where I used to live. And, um, there you, here's Puma. You want to see my Puma? Let me see. My Puma. Oh, wow. Black cat. She's gorgeous. That's oh. my boy. Oh, oh. He's, he's gorgeous. He's he's blending into your shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, Where is Puma? He, he looks like a he looks like a like a panther. 
Wow. Like when, when he, he, I mean, he has just such distinct, wow. like, like facial structure. He's, he's such a beautiful cat. And he's so chill. But anyways, the, so in 2017 there, I was in this rehab and, and while I was in there, there was this festival going on called gathering of the vibes. Mm. Okay. And it's a jam band festival festival with hippies and all that stuff. And I'd been there a couple of times when I was like 16 to pick up some weed and some drugs and whatever. Um, and, uh, <laughs> At this festival in 2017, I think I think it was 14 people died of overdoses, and so it just it something happened it triggered my brain or whatever, and I wanted to make a festival for sober people. Ooh, uh, yes! So the festival ah will be called Serenity Fest. Ooh, uh, yes! And I'm it, loving it. I don't. I'm trying, I have stuff written down and there's, there's things that I want to do, but the first year we're going to go light um, okay. because we don't know how it's going to work. And, and, I'll you know, an idea for you when we get off the air. Okay. And, yeah. you know, I'll probably say, I won't use okay. GoFund. I won't use GoFundMe, but I will use give, send, go for donations to, for the, for the, uh, the festival. Um, I won't do anything like that until I have, you know, a place and, and all that kind of stuff. And I will, I will keep everybody posted and, you know, oh, probably come on the, on the podcast with you and, oh, and announce yeah. we'll, it. We'll, we'll and, and we'll work, I mean, I want to work, I want to work together with, with you with it. Um, my, my sponsors, somebody else that, that, you know, I want, want to be involved cause he's, he knows, he knows some things. Um, Elaine, Elaine's manager, managerial skills and, and, and all of that. Like, um, I, you know, she want you know, I want it's something that I want us to do together. Um, this isn't a, a me thing. This is a we thing. Yeah. Um, and, and music connects us. Um, and uh, there, I, you know, the, the rapper uh, Casey that you heard, I want to ask him. Um, if you're listening, yeah. Casey, that's my uh, asking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will ask you formally, but um, you know, and and so there, there's some there's some really good music out there that is uplifting. Yeah. You know, I I grew up on you know gangster rap and all that kind of stuff, and, I, and I'll tell you, you know, it did influence me without me knowing it. I wanted to be a gangster. I wanted the money, drugs, hoes, and clothes. I, I wanted all that, and uh, it was stupid. Cause it led me nowhere, <laughs> you know, like it led me nowhere. Um, it led me, it led me in this fantasy land where I thought I was going to be something that I was never going to be because that's not who I am or who I'm supposed to be. Um, but you know, we, I have a new love now, a new music love. And I found that I can still like my same genre, but just different people like Casey's type, um, yep. like, like Maverick city choir. Oh um, my God. The song promises. Who is Matt, one? Oh yeah! Oh my God! I'm in the shower singing that. <laughs> singing what about Gyra, you know that one? Oh, uh -huh. what do you know about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, Zach Williams? Zach Williams? I feel yes, the Zach Williams. Also the uh, Zach oh, Brown what? band. Zach, yeah. the Zach Brown band. He has a song, "Fear Is a Liar." Yes, Woo! I love. I, I'm so into this. I mean, they call. Is it called Christian rock? So, so yeah, some of it, so Skillet came out with a new song. It's okay. called. Um, Oh my good goodness! What is it called? Um, hold on, I, I forgot you're a DJ, so you know that's why you're into music. Well, so, I, I, mu you know, music is a therapy for me, and you know, I don't use it as much as I used to um, because because it was music that I was listening to that isn't good for my soul and isn't good for me, um, and I don't think is good for anybody. But that's not for me to for me to judge or, or to tell anybody you shouldn't listen to this music. Listen to whatever you want to listen to. Find out on your own. Right. Um, I choose to listen to music today that's going to uplift me, that's going to wow. help me on my journey, not yeah. not not bind me, 
from or, or you know um uh what's the word i'm looking for confining me right. to, to to one to one area of of my life and right. be stuck there right. you know like I, I don't want that like i i have freedom today right i have freedom from drugs i have freedom from this world because i believe in christ right. now they may beat my body they may kill my body but guess what that's all right because i don't fear who can kill the body i fear who can kill the soul that's so you know but you know i i really believe that you know stuff that we watch now i watch stuff because it's i i i found a lot like i love history and all that kind of stuff but i love finding out about different symbolisms like symbolism that they used in babylon and, and the ancient mysteries religions right. and all that kind of stuff like i'm interested in all that stuff i know that stuff is real i just don't you know, like, I don't believe it. it goes against, you know, it's against my, you know, God. But anyways, so like all of that stuff interests me. So a lot of these, these movies and stuff that I see, like the Marvel stuff and di different stuff on Netflix, I now see these symbolisms like, oh, shit, they're like putting it right there in our face. And, and nobody's noticing. No, the music videos are the best ones. <laughs> I mean, you or, can or find the like, Grammy Awards and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah like well, I found out um, the, 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 uh, the Emmys. Yeah. Um, whatever, whatever, whatever that that that, that company. No, whatever the oh. the company is, the 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 abbreviation for the name. Mm -hmm. It actually spells Satan. Uh, hey, listen, nothing <laughs> stops me from Hollywood. <laughs> so Hollywood that, is the devil's playground. Absolutely. Me? Well, I mean, Holly has to do with pagan, pagan, pagan worship. Yeah. And, no, I mean, I, look, I, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna tell everybody right now, I, I I had to come to Elaine this, this past Christmas and tell her this will be the last Christmas I'm celebrating. Right. I don't because really it, like, I'm not a Christmas fan either. You, you know, it's not Jesus' birthday. Concept. The concept is just crazy. It, I, well, was, yeah. I was at someone's birthday. And, and you, I'm getting, and you're getting presents because yeah. my kids. I used to tell them, "Oh, oh, you want to celebrate something? What did you do to celebrate?" So we have to go feed the homeless, and then maybe if you're lucky, then maybe you'll get something. But if you're not yeah. doing feeding the homeless or doing something good, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. So that's and, that's how we look at holidays. And then if you if you switch the letters around in Santa, it spells Satan. So and he's wow. all red and everything. So right, but the, <laughs> the Christmas holiday uh -huh. is. Is is a pagan holiday? It is not a Christian holiday. It is not what what we had. Do you well, know? Become one. I know. Ab listen, I know in England they love some Christmas. They would love ab some ab Christmas. Ab absolutely, but it's 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 a paradigm shift because we've all been trained to to celebrate this, and and it's such a commercial holiday, and everybody's doing it, and it's like you're weird if you don't. Well, you yeah. know what? People that believe in God, that truly believe, we are peculiar people, and we're going to do peculiar things, and we are not going to follow what the rest of the world is doing. That's it. I used to follow what the rest of the world was doing, and it led yeah. me nowhere. Yeah. Today, I'm following what God wants me to do, and you know what? I don't always know what God wants me to do. Yeah. So you know what? There's people in my life that he's put there for me to talk to that can give me some insight maybe about what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, like I said, the opposite of addiction is connection. That's you know, connection to wow. people and connection to God. So the, the song by Skillet, it's called Anchor. It's a beautiful okay. song. Thank There's you. another guy called Caleb. It's spelled C-A-L-E-B. The song's called 12 AM. I love that song. <laughs> it's like a newer, like hip hop, you know, but it's Christian. Um, then uh, Corey uh, Ashbury, uh, Reckless Love, beautiful. I got and then that. my all-time favorite. Uh-huh. It's called... Go. What's it called? Heart, heart of the Father. Part, oh, Heart? Heart of the Father by um by Ryan Ellis. E-L-L-I-S. Beautiful song. Ryan Ellis. 
Okay, got it. So that way you guys have some songs up there uh, that you can check out. It'll be able if, to play. If want, if, yeah, if you want another song that that's kind of, that's really uplifting, it makes me want to. It makes me want to fight, not like fight anybody, like physically, but it makes me want to fight for my life. Which it's one? a song called Enough. Uh, enough. Enough, and it's by Social Club Misfits. Club Misfits. All right. And and the, the the chorus is: I was made to walk through the fire. I was born to run through the flames. For me, that's like triumphant. <laughs> like that's faith in God, <laughs> you know? So it's, a, it's yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that's fire. <laughs> exactly, that's straight fire. <laughs> absolutely. You go first. Um, so, so anyway, you know, so Tanya, I just, I, I want to say to you, I, I love you. Like, I mean, I, I love, I love you. I love you to death. Uh, you know, you have been, been here for me. You know, these past couple of years, no matter what, I, I I could call you at any time. I know I didn't use the phone a whole lot, yeah. um, but you know, I've talked a couple of times on the phone and, and you know what I've been going through and stuff and yeah. or what I had been going through. And um, you, you were there with no judgment. Always got your back, bro. Oh, wait. No, no judgment. I told you from the day I met you, from the day I, know. I met you, I have no idea why, but you are my brother from another mother. No. I don't even know who the mother is. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel I you on that. Mother. I don't know who the mother is, but there's some people you meet and you're like, why? It feels like in the past life that like this was like a brother. It's like literally. It's, so it's that's, God, that's to it. me. To me, it's God working. It's God connecting, connecting okay. His body and His yeah. Israel. Well, you the know, best part is when I send you those songs, you're like, oh, bro, I'm already on it. I'm like. <laughs> I was doing something great, spectacular. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maverick City Cryer. You're like, oh, I've done that. Come on, I know that. I have another friend of mine that I grew up with, and uh-huh. I, I sent him a Zach Williams song. He used to be a, a, a drummer uh, when we were younger and played guitar. He loved Kiss. And uh, and I've been sending him the Zach Williams and Maverick. He was like, dude, I'm totally on it. I'm all into, I'm all in hook, line, and sinker. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, dude, I'm trying to like be like at the forefront. There's, a, there's another guy that I want to promote. He's uh-huh. he's actually a TikToker. Okay. Um, his name is, I, I don't know how to p- pronounce it, but it's spelled K-I-E-R-A-N. I think uh-huh. it's Kieran. Kieran, uh-huh. Yeah, it's Kieran the Light. L-I- and Kieran the Light. The Light. The Light. Okay. And he's a Christian rapper, but he's like, he's a hard, like he goes hard and his belief, mm-hmm. like he believes the Bible the way that I believe the Bible. Mm-hmm. He actually in his song, like he has uh, two songs, one, uh, Witchcraft Part One mm-hmm. and Witchcraft Part Two. And he, he goes wow. hard, um, but he has other songs. There's another song called Lightning, which is beautiful mm-hmm. uh, or not beautiful, but it's it's a really good song. Then um, he has another song called uh, Hurricanes. Hurricanes is awesome. Hurricanes. Um, Judgment Day mm. um, and Temptations. Um, and I, I listen to those songs on the regular. There's mm. also another guy. He um, His name is Taryn Williams or Torrin Williams. Torrin Williams. Torrin Williams. Um, he sings a song with a country group, a country band, well, the lead singer from a country band called Rascal Flats. I love country oh. music. Um, that's from when I lived in Georgia. I, I got that country in me. <laughs> but um, they have they have a song together called "Until Grace," and Torin is uh, Torin is spelled T A U R E N. Sorry, Torin is spelled. I got his name wrong. T How do you spell it? T A U R E N. A U R E N. Wells. T. 
Williams yeah. or Wells? Wells, 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 not Williams. Oh, Wells. Get, oh well, okay. I probably said Williams because I'm shot, but <laughs> that's all right. I'm shot too. But I, 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 I we're way past our time, but it's okay because I had a good time. Yes, with absolutely. And, well, um, we we kind of we, when we talked the other when we talked the other day, we kind of knew it was going to go over. You're like, well, you know, an hour, mate. Well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, definitely, we knew it. We knew it was going down. We, uh, we could we could probably is, we could we could probably do like a like a a, po, a con or something like that like we're, we're, we're on here for like marathon. eight hours. <laughs> That's marathon, right? <laughs> raise money, yeah. We'll raise money for something, yeah. That'll be no, fun. But that, that Torn Williams song until Grace, it's a beautiful song and it's very uplifting. At least for me, it is. And and I hope I hope that any of the music that I shared with any with anybody tonight that when they listen out there, yeah, when they listen to it, I I hope that it uplifts you and I I hope that that it triggers something. To, to help you to make a change. Change is possible, but yeah. you have to do the work in order for the change to happen. Yes. You know, I'm the person that hates change and is scared of change or used to be that person. Mm. It still comes in. I'm, I'm human. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I'll never be perfect and I'm okay with that. That's um, it. So. Um, any last advice? My last advice is to really take a look around at where you live, the people that you have in your life, what's going on in the world and see that maybe your life isn't as bad as you think it is. Mm. And uh, if you want it to change, you can make it change. Mm. Stop playing the victim, victim card. It's played out. Mm. Let's get to work. Let's, work. let's make our lives better and, 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 and make, make the future for, for the next generation that's coming because they're a mess right now. Yes. Let's try to make it better for the next one that's coming. Thank you. you. Know. That's, that's a good way to end out. I'm going to leave out with a song. And um, I thank you so much for um, for being <laughs> with us. I really do appreciate you. Anytime. So I'm, I'm going to play a song. Uh, or what am I ending with? Uh, I said I was ending with a song here. Wait, when you forget about I did that. Right. <laughs> uh, I had to think about it. Hella. I think I'm going <laughs> to end with a song my daughter did, actually. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah? Uh, okay, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to share the screen and I'll put us off the screen. But while I say that, and then I'll end the show. I appreciate you so much. You can hang out in the green room for a minute, which if you like. Um, let me get it yeah. up. <laughs> oh, Lord, I don't forgot how to do this thing. Okay, here we go. And, uh, so when I'm in the when I'm in the green room, can yeah. people ask questions and stuff like that? Um, can they? I can see if they do. I can see if they so, do. I mean, if you want me to sit, like hang back and hang in the green room, if anybody wants to ask me any questions or needs yeah. any information or has any questions for you or, oh, or for well, they, won't at, they won't be able to see you like that. I can, okay. they can, I can <laughs> okay. see, I can put you back on for the okay. answer if they do. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's good. So yeah. So just hang out if you want. If you have to run to go eat that good chicken, I don't mind. Nah, it, it, it can wait. <laughs> all right. So well, Jamie ate it all, anyways. <laughs> Here we go. I'm gonna play this. Ready? And let me see. Do I got this right? All right. Let me put this on. Wait. Which song is it? Okay.
So we are back. I thank you very much. Your, your daughter is beautiful, and that was talented. That was great. I loved it. Yeah, she's a singer songwriter too. So I just try to plug her when I can. Got to plug awesome. the family. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, Elaine. Um, thank you for letting us uh, borrow Justin for a minute. We appreciate you. Anytime. One day I'll talk to you. Maybe you'll be in my documentary too. That'd be awesome. I would love to. Yeah. 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 So we'll hook up after this. And Justin, don't let me forget to remind you of, I think I have a good location spot for you. That. Okay. Also, we got to talk about the ghostwriter thing too. That's right. So let's yeah. let's uh whenever you make it happen, I'm around. I'm I'm helping somebody with something for the next two weeks. But anytime, call me. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you you, you know, know you know I'm 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 my I'm out driving and whatever all day for work. <laughs> exactly. So I can call you. I can call oh, you whenever. Anytime, bro. Anytime. But, but yeah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll probably be able to set up something like on the weekends because I'm off Saturday and Sunday. Exactly. And, and I'm around. Uh, so, I'm here, right, cool. brother. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, me going neither. <laughs> I separate a heaven when it's time. That's it. Absolutely. Um, but thank you guys so much for, for taking the time. And uh, we're going to just rock out with this ending and then uh, hang out for one second and right. we'll do an official goodbye. Ready? God bless you. Everybody.